Welcome to the Tony Gaskin Show, best-selling author, celebrity life coach, and international speaker. The purpose of this show is to bring you motivation, inspiration, and education in the areas of life, love, and business. Thank you for joining me. Now let's get started. Hey, thank you so much for tuning in to another episode of Talks with Tony. Remember to send your questions to inbox at TonyGaskins.com. I don't have a show if you don't have questions. Now, i got a question today. Hello, Tony. I hope all is well. And thank God for guiding and gifting you with many words of wisdom. Thank you so much. I asked a question a while back about my relationship with my boyfriend. Well, recently, we both decided to put God first in this relationship and let him guide and lead us. He and I want to get married one day, but don't think God will bless us because we're living in sin. So we decided to sustain from having intercourse until we are married. We both agreed. Well, in the midst of that, I noticed he wasn't holding or touching me anymore like he would before our commitment to God and ourselves. I didn't speak on it right away. I prayed about it and left it there. Needless to say, he recognized his actions and apologized for them. A couple of months have passed and we've made mistakes here and there. We are of flesh, still a work in progress. Tony, to make a long story short, I recently found out that I was pregnant and now threatening a miscarriage. I've repented and asked God for forgiveness. I now see exactly what I must do. God has a way of getting our attention, and he surely has my attention now. I am 42, and he's 41. I have two children. They are both young adults. Having a baby was not on my radar. I'm at the age now that I want to enjoy life because raising my children first was the center of my attention as they were growing up. As a single parent, I did that with God's grace and mercy. So my question to you, are we too late to make our relationship right with God? I've told him that I once was blind, but now I see. I can't keep living in sin. I am hurt by losing a life, but in the midst of it all, God has given me one more chance to get it right. Thank you so much for sending that question in. That is a deep one. That is a deep one. And I'm so sorry about your loss. Um, you said threatening and miscarriage. I didn't fully understand it, but then you said you heard about losing a life. So I'm assuming that you had a miscarriage or you know for sure that you're going to have a miscarriage. I'm, I'm so sorry about your loss. Your loss. What I would say is it's never too late for God. You know, we, we live and we deal with a forgiving God, a all-knowing God. So he already saw your sin before you committed your sin. He already knew your sins. When his son died on the, cro the cross, it was for your sins that you would commit, that he already knew would be committed. So when you repent, he knows and is anticipating your repentance. God is there always. And he made us as flawed human beings. He did not make us perfect. He made us flawed. We were born into sin. 
and he gives us the power to be made into a new creature. So you will fall short of the glory of God, as his word says, but you do have to continue to get back up and you do have to keep learning. Now, I believe you said you aren't married. So where you're going wrong is the good book. The Bible says that a man cannot take fire in his bosom and not be burned. You cannot tempt yourself. You cannot lie in sin and not sin. So if you are, you're 41, he's 42, y'all are well of the age to have your own place. So you need to be living separately, not living together. You should not be living together and holding one another at night and hoping that you have the strength to not have sex. That in itself is insanity because you are ruining your life. You're cutting your life shorter because it's impossible for a man to lie with a woman who he is attracted to and to hold her and caress her and not want her. And when he wants you, his body reacts. And when his body reacts, it is very, very painful and very frustrating to be in that state of mind and your body reacting in that way and you cannot take action on that. And what it will do is it will break him down and it will lead him into other sin because you will be driving him crazy. Pressure busts pipes. So when you put all that pressure on him, you're hurting him, whereas a woman, it doesn't hurt you because when you are at that place and you are ready to go all the way intimately, your body does not react in a way that causes pain. See, when the way a man body reacts, it, you know, gets ready, it gets primed and ready, and that instrument changes shape and form. And if that instrument is not able to do what it was intended to do, that shape and form that it has taken on starts to feel like a pipe filled with pressure and pressure busts pipes. And that is very painful. It becomes painful if he cannot act out on that. So you have him living in a torture chamber. So what's going to happen is it's going to cause a sense of guilt in you because he's holding you and you feel his manhood changing. And now you start to feel a certain way. And after a while, you start to feel guilty. And that's why you are falling into this sin because you're lying in the sin. You're lying in the sin. You're setting yourself up. You're going in the lion's den with the lion's mouth open and asking him not to bite you. And you cannot invite that temptation into your home, into your bedroom, and expect to win. So what you have to do is you need a ounce of prevention instead of a pound of cure. So if he can't get his own place or you can't get your own place, which you both should have your own place at this age in life, then he needs, you need a two-bedroom or you need a comfortable couch. But you don't need to be in the same bed, and that's where you're going wrong. So it's the lead-up. See, we don't sin by chance. We sin by choice. 
So you have to make better choices leading up to the sin that you keep falling in. And you have to understand that you reap what you sow and that with every action, there's a reaction that is equal or greater. So if you are in this type of sin, now, because you're fighting it, you actually make it worse on yourself because you're fighting it. So you're not planning, you're not planning for the sin, but yet you are setting yourself up for the sin. So when you fall into it, you fall into it unprotected. You would be better off just saying we're going to have intercourse before marriage. So at least that way he can have a contraceptive on his instrument so you don't have to worry about the repercussions and, and your body wanting to reproduce and, and bring birth. But because you are trying to fight it, but yet rolling around in it and setting yourself up for it, when it happens, you have no, you're not prepared for it. You have no protection. And now that is how you will find yourself, you know, pregnant again and again, as long as your body is willing to to try that, to, to try to reproduce. And so, I'm, you know, some people have a child, 43, 44, 45. So you still, unless you make changes in the lead up, to the sin, unless you change the way you are moving in this relationship, this incident that you have experienced, you may experience this another time or two. And see, what happens is, you know, God is there and we love God and we know God, but when a man's reproductive instrument gets primed and ready, we cannot hear God. We, it, God's voice becomes very, very faint, very faint. You almost need to be able to look God in the eye in order to not want to go forward with what your instrument is ready to do. Um, that has a mind of its own. So as long as you keep getting him, you know, hot and ready like little Caesars in that bed, he's going to want to go all the way and he will become Helen Keller to what God has to say. He will not hear a word. He will not see a sign. All he will want is you. And so if you really love God and you really love him and you really love yourself, then you have to set yourself up for success. You have to get in a place that you all say, you know what, we're going to live separately we're going to set a date for the marriage, which can be in 72 hours. You're already married. You're already doing everything married people do. You say you're in love. You say God is the center of your relationship. Go to the courthouse. You know, y'all are 40 plus years old. You don't need a big wedding. You know, you, you've been around before. You have grown, you know, kids. So, Go to the courthouse, fill out the paperwork. They make you wait 72 hours to make sure you're, you're sure. Then go back down there, pay the 99 or 199 or whatever it is. Stand up under that arch they have and say your vows and get married. And then y'all go home and then y'all could get back to business. You could get back to business of, of what you, you're living your whole life to fight against sex. 
you living your whole life to stay out of sin. And what and the downside of this is that you may get married and now it has now that act loses its thrill. Because now it's not a goal. Now it's not a challenge. Now you can do it 10, 15 times a day you want to, if you want to, and be in right standing. And that's going to get old. So what you have to really realize is, are we best friends? Does our conversation turn us on? Does our communication, does our quality time turn us on? Because, see, if it's so hard to fight the actual act of intercourse, you might be missing something else in the relationship because that has clouded your judgment. But when you really, really have real love, when you have real love, the love feels so good that a lot of times you don't even need that intercourse because that becomes the plus and the quality time is the priority. So understand the difference and and where you are. And so you will see that you really need to focus on what really matters. Focus on what really matters, and that will set you up for success. So change your actions, change your living situation, and how y'all are going about this, and get in position to have real love. Hey, thank you so much for sending that question in. If you have a question, please send it to inbox at TonyGaskins.com, inbox at TonyGaskins.com. Thank you very much, and we will talk soon.